Second and 21, Mayfield pulls it down. Rashad White, he fumbled. Bradbury's got it for Philadelphia. Jalen Carter was out there and forced the fumble, and that rookie is a star in the making. Swift right up the gut. Tries the hurdle, it worked. Down near the 16. Went over Antoine Winfield, and what a carry for DeAndre Swift. Joe Buck with the call ESPN. I mean, the Eagles are 3-0. It may not have been pretty to start the year, but they're 3-0, and and that's, in the end, I'm sure what matters to them to a point. My God, DeAndre Swift is a monster. Jalen Carter is a monster. The Eagles may not have their offense fully up to speed. You may not have a fully healthy defense, but you got guys on both sides of the football that can wreak havoc the rest of the year for this team. Yeah, and it's not college football, so you don't have to win with style points. You know, I mean... I still don't really know what Philadelphia is yet this season. We know they're they're good, right? We just right. don't know if they're as good as last year because they did have to replace a bunch. Although, man, Jalen Carter looks really, really good. Oh, man. Another huge mistake, most likely, for the Chicago Bears, who just can't evaluate talent in the draft. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's Ryan Pace, Ryan Poles, or anybody. Apparently, but, they shouldn't hire anybody named Ryan. Yeah. I think yeah. that's Except the first for maybe thing we Ryan I could probably fix that team. You might be able to. Give me give me two top five picks. Give me uh, Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison, and maybe I could fix things. But, yeah, I mean... Um, Still don't really have a good idea of what Philadelphia is this season. We're going to find out, though, here these next couple weeks. But like you said, man, they just continue to win games, and they won the NFC last year. And Dallas is dealing with a bunch of injuries and coming off a terrible loss to a bad Arizona team. So, uh, Eagles, doing what they got to do, taking care of business, man. I'm really impressed by just how they were able to draft and continue to get just a ton of pressure. Like, we've got... You know, multiple guys that you thought, who knows if they're going to contribute right away, right? And they have. Like, that's just what happens, I guess, when you get guys from Georgia. Jalen Carter slips to nine, and he probably should have been the number one, number two overall pick. We thought that if it wasn't for all that off-the-field stuff, he would have been a top three pick. You get Nolan Smith later on. He was really, really good. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I'm impressed mostly with the Eagles defensively. They, same here. they knew where to draft, and they keep drafting the same guys from that same program. And there are certain schools where you just know, and it's a lot of the top SEC schools, you can't go wrong, especially with defensive players from from Alabama, from Georgia. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's worked out. Yeah, and it's cool seeing um, like what's going on with these guys because sometimes with these SEC guys, especially like defensive linemen, um, it takes them like a year or two to adjust. But uh, especially if they have to go to the East Coast or go to colder weather conditions, which they haven't really had to deal with yet. But these guys have filled in pretty good. I feel like yesterday watching that game or last night, uh, watching Philadelphia right now is kind of the same thing is when you watch the Michigan Wolverines. I think they're very comparable because they're not going for style points. Like, Michigan hasn't covered mm-hmm. a spread yet. What they're doing, though, is they're getting up big. They're playing really good defense. They're running the football, and then they're taking the foot off the gas. They're not showing a whole lot right now. Everything's kind of vanilla. And, again, they're not really worried about style points. They're worried about the big picture, which is winning the championship. And that's what Philadelphia is doing right now. But you look at that game, man, and it's like – that seemed like it was a college football game. 472 total yards for the Eagles, 174 for the Bucks. The Bucks only had the ball for 21 minutes. 
Philadelphia nearly had the ball for 40. 38 minutes, 55 seconds, time of possession. It was like watching a Big Ten college football game where Tampa Bay was just dominated. I feel like the offense was barely on the field. Right. You know, and that was a Bucks team that was 2-0 and and kind of a surprise so far. That said, I was hoping to get a better number, and the numbers actually come down on the look-ahead coming up against the Saints. Opened at 5. We're all the way down to 3.5. I like Tampa Bay. I'm not sold on the Saints. And if Derek Carr can't go in that game, man, against Jameis Winston, I think Tampa Bay will be able to keep that game a little bit closer. I'm not whoa, sold whoa, on the Saints. Whoa, 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 That's a revenge game. For who? Oh, Jameis. That's a revenge game. Hold on. That's a good point. Jameis yeah. revenge game. Guys, I don't think the Saints Jameis are very slinging good. It. They just lost on the road to the Packers. And I know Derek Carr got knocked out of that game, and it was a little fluky because they had a 17-0 lead. But I'm just not sold on the Saints, which is why I, I liked Atlanta coming into the year. Although I don't know how sold I am on them until they replaced Desmond Ritter, who might be the worst quarterback not named Zach Wilson in the league. But I was hoping to get a five popping again, and it's still sitting there at three and a half. But that was my biggest takeaway is as bad as Tampa looked last night, we're still not getting a great number against the Saints on the road this week. The Eagles are a team right now that hasn't reached, like they haven't reached their full potential. You know that it's there, or at least you think it's there. The question becomes, okay, like Jalen Hurts apparently had flu-like symptoms before the game. Well, he didn't play well. He was okay. But you also got enough, not only DeAndre Swift, but you get A.J. Brown, who had nine catches for 131 yards. So they've got enough weapons on both sides of the football that if something's not clicking, if something's not working, even if Jalen Hurts is having an off day, give the ball to DeAndre Swift. And just do it again, and just do it again. He's 7-1 to to lead the NFL in rushing. The problem is is that you don't really know what's going to go on in that backfield. Is he going to get the carries every single week? That's what's so damn frustrating with it. But the Eagles are a team right now at 3-0. and We sit here, we have question marks. They look a little bit rusty in certain spots. They haven't been healthy, especially in their secondary, yet they're still 3-0. and And you know that they're deep, they're talented, and they have a chance to get right back to the Super Bowl again. Yeah, and here's the thing that I'm a little bit, I guess, not confused about, but at a loss on so far as, as we sit on Tuesday. So Sam Howell through four interceptions, was sacked nine times Don't we're talk about this. against the Bills. Why, why I got to do this to me? It was a weather game, trust up. It why I got to do we- this? It, it was, was a weather game, game right? It was a weather Real game. Real bad weather. Bill, it's just this. I think the Bills are just really good. And the Bills are really good. Defensively, they're able to get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. But what we saw is that the Eagles are able to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And they were able to do the same thing to Baker Mayfield, who's obviously a more experienced quarterback than Sam Howell. Maybe he's not better. Maybe he's he is. You know, I think it'll depend on who you ask in that way. But Eagles, eight and a half point favorites at the crib. What do we do? Because it's a divisional matchup, and I know that these games are very tough when they so, see each other all the time. And the Commanders beat the Eagles last year. They did. They did. I mean, listen, you know me and how I feel about my team. I'm always jaded, so I, there's always still a feeling of, eh, I've seen this a million times before. Uh, it has the feel of a letdown spot for the Eagles coming off of a primetime win over Tampa the way that they did, only because Washington got absolutely embarrassed. And look, this team started off 2-0. Their defensive line is as strong as Philadelphia's. Washington's defensive line is their biggest strength by far. Right. Sam Howell, at his best, is a good quarterback. He has a short memory. He can make the right reads. He'll stand tall in the pocket, but he'll also hold the ball for too long. The offensive line is an absolute disaster. It's going to come down to, and again, it's a cliche, and we've always said this, but it, it like comes down to the trenches. It comes down to those two defensive lines and who can create more havoc on the other side of the football. Right. And the problem is, when things break down, I'm trusting the Eagles offense and Jalen Hurts over Sam Howell. Now, Washington at plus 8.5, 
I don't hate taking like I I'm fine with that until that gets under a touchdown. I might even actually bet Washington plus eight and a half because they play each other so tough and these divisional games are just right. You've seen in the NFC East, obviously too. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. Like it, the games don't have to always make sense. What happened to Washington was ugly. I think they'll come back at least defensively. The question then is, all right, what are you able to do about that offensive line? Because, man, guys, I saw some of the highlights going back and rewatching that game. Where I'm watching moments where the entire Washington offensive line has guys getting to the point where they've got arms going up under there, and they're like this, and they're twisted like a pretzel, and they're just like getting pushed to the side. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, It was embarrassing. So the offensive line is going to be the biggest liability for them, but at plus 8.5, there is an opportunity there, I think, for Washington. Maybe this is an Eagles first half kind of a Might game. be. Yeah, what I feel think, like at, at the number, it would be a number play with Washington, because I think like that's a little bit of an overreaction, because yeah. Washington just got blown out and shut out by a good Bills team, who I'm really high on. We'll have our power ratings coming up later on in the show. But with Washington... Like 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 Nick just said though, bad offensive line, and I just don't love the matchup. Like I love the number at eight and a half with Washington, right. but I don't know that I love the matchup. Same. I'm looking at run defense right now, and that was the thing. Like Tampa Bay couldn't get anything going on the ground last night, right? So they became one dimensional, and then that Eagles pass rush is just able to tee off. And same thing with like Baker Mayfield to Sam Howell. That's what I would worry about. That's exactly I like, what I see, and I like the weapons for both teams. Like I, yes. I still like Tampa's weapons with Godwin and Mike Evans, and I like the Commanders. Just weapons. how much time is Sam Howell going to have to throw? And I like the I like <sighs> the run like game a, lot a little bit more. But what scares me is I was going to make the case for the Commanders' defense though, and they're still giving up over 128 yards on the ground. They're 22nd against the run. Mm-hmm. So if Philadelphia is able to do what they did last night, run the ball 40 times and then open up that play-action pass or just those deep shots down the field to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. I don't know. I don't love it, but the number says commanders, but the matchup to me says right. Eagles maybe like finally get themselves right. right. And that's, I think, where you can get confused, and these are those situations where you kind of look Philly. away, where you're thinking like a better and not just somebody that watches football, and I think there's those are two different worlds sometimes. The number tempts you at Washington plus 8.5. But at the same time, looking at what the advantages are for Philadelphia and what the problems are for Washington, it's a perfect matchup for the Eagles to just slaughter the hell out of them. It really is. Now, the secondary for Washington has been pretty good. Kendall Fuller's been great. He actually came in, I think, before the Bills game. He was at just a 9% target rate. I mean, he, nobody was throwing the ball at him at all. So if you got Kendall Fuller on A.J. Brown, okay. But, you know, there's there's some depth at receiver for Philadelphia. So Washington's got to deal with that. And then you're going to have to deal with the fact that, you know, you've got a run game of DeAndre Swift where he can instantly break free. And if, if we don't see DeAndre Swift running the hell out of the football, getting himself at least 20 carries, yeah. then I, I don't know what Nick Sirianni and that offense are doing anymore. Because clearly we saw who the, the who the feature back should be on this team last night. They don't, don't do this switch guys back and forth. No, stop it. Go with the hot hand. Go with the talented running back that you have there. It's DeAndre Swift. And and I will say this too, DeAndre good. Swift with Detroit ran all over Washington week one when they played last season. Absolutely just destroyed them. And there are people even last night that are like, I still don't like his running style. He's still missing holes. There was one that he missed, but he was like he was averaging eight yards per carry. I, so I mean, who cares? What more That's can we hairs. Hey, it is. Hey, it really is. quick, I was looking at doing? the schedule. So I am going to uh, bet the commanders against the Eagles, but it's not going to come this week. So after, look at the remaining schedule. They get the Rams. They get the Jets, they get the Dolphins, the Eagles do, and then they get the Commanders, and it's a sandwich spot. Yeah. Not that I believe in this like as much as I do college, but they get the Dolphins on October 22nd. The next week, they hit the road to take on the Commanders, and then the following week, first game against the Cowboys, they go back at home for Dallas. So that's, You're thinking that, look ahead. That's where I'm going to want the Commanders at yeah. home against Philly. Yes. This weekend... 
or uh, the next one I'm staying away from. I can't do it. But, yeah. Hey, if I get a ten, <laughs> or maybe that's a good like live bet with the Commanders. But yeah, I'm not fully sold on Philadelphia. I know they're a really good team. That said, though. Just like I say with like what Michigan and missing? some of these teams, I just feel like they may just be playing possum right now because yeah. they haven't really had to play anybody yet, and they've had early leads in all of these games. Like even week one against New England, you have a 16 nothing lead right away. You could kind of take your foot off the gas. And last night, Jalen's dealing with some stomach stuff, and you got you want to keep guys healthy. And I don't really like worry about AJ Brown and and Jalen yelling at each other a couple weeks ago. They're best friends. Well, clearly, I gave him that's the nine receptions and like what fifteen targets, whatever it was. Yeah, and that's just like that's what competitors do. You know, Uh, if you want to win, that's what you do. So I'm not worried about those things. But I still don't know if I like Philadelphia better than Dallas, even with those injuries. With Philly, yeah. Um, I mean, they just don't look really crisp yet offensively. I believe in Jalen, but I want like a bigger sample size, like another year, I guess. Um, defensively, all the guys that they lost. So you're Swift worried. Swift looked really good against Tampa Bay, but that's Tampa Bay. Are you worried about Dallas and this being sort of like a, a little bit of a smoke, like kind of like a figment of our imagination false last positive. year? I'm not false worried. positive like, from last year. I, I'm not worried that they're going to win 11, 12 games. I think that they do that. I'm worried. Are they better than San Francisco? Better than Dallas? Because for Philadelphia, it's not about winning a playoff game now. It's yeah. about getting back to the Super Bowl and winning it this time. You know what I mean? So I just don't know that they're that good. I know they're good. And you I just think don't that know the that Bills are right now? I just like when I do my power ratings. Like, yeah, I mean the Bills. I can't put Miami over the Bills. We'll talk about this in a little bit, but I can't put like Miami number one right now because I'm going to bet the hell out of the Bills this week, and the Bills are going to be two and a half point favorites at home over Miami. You know, I got a sample size of a couple of years over just a couple of weeks where the like the Dolphins look really good, right. but they did this last year too. Right. And um, so I got to see it a little bit more. Got it. Yeah. There's something about the consistency of a team that makes you more comfortable with them, right? Like, like the Bengals. Yeah. Even, yeah. even when they stink, you still have to give them respect. They were yeah. 0, they were zero and two last year. I mean, it's a team that yeah. started off poorly the year before. I mean, they were they weren't zero and two two years ago, but they made the Super Bowl that year. Their offense was just shoddy the first two seasons. So yeah, sometimes it's just about all right. You got a lot of the same core that was here last season. Yeah. We know the potential. You know what the ceiling is because you've seen it before. You trust somebody, yeah. right? It's like it's like somebody that's uh you know somebody that's in it, like a, a, a management a boss like they run a sales team or I don't know, it doesn't really matter but like they've got a long track record of success yeah. you're going to trust a lot more of what they have to say than somebody that's never done that before right. you have that resume there so there's a trust factor and i love the dolphins like i'm going to be cheering for them i think they're my favorite team in the league right now definitely in the afc mike mcdaniel's so fun i mean they're hanging <laughs> 70 points it's like watching a madden team but it's just like we can't really fault the bills too much yeah you lose opening night week 1 but, man, I mean, Aaron Rodgers ran out of the tunnel with the American flag. That's tough to come back from. But it's a road loss. You lose in overtime. They should have won that game if Josh Allen doesn't go full hero mode and throw yeah. those bad picks. He's changed since then, did. though. He's yeah. changed since and then. And they changed the offense. More heavy sets, more yep. two tight end sets, more two tight end sets than any other team in the league. They're actually using running backs now. James Cook's being involved. About damn time. Uh, I like the Dalton Kincaid pickup. Stephon Diggs. Him and Josh Allen finally on the same page again. And Gabe Davis is healthy and looks pretty good. But Gabe look at the Davis last two good. weeks. You know, like 38-10 to 10 over the Raiders, who aren't terrible. And then 37-3 to 3 over a Commanders team that's a lot better than we expected. And that was on the road, too. And you look good in those games. So, Bills might be for real this year. I feel like we've said that every year, though. It just, they got to <laughs> stay healthy. And, and they're going to get better. They're going to get Von Miller back. <laughs> And people are like, wash Von Miller. What are you talking about? He had eight and a half sacks last year. Can the Bengals' defense fill the gaps if Joe Burrow's calf continues to be an issue? Bet MGM tonight.